Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. One person is dead after a traffic accident in East Wichita. We have the story. Brittany Greiner, back from Russia. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. An oil spill in a Kansas creek shuts down the Keystone Pipeline. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS. Meteorologist Jennifer Naramore. Quiet weather for today, but more rain in the forecast. When will the wet weather arrive? Full forecast is coming up. U.S. women's basketball star Brittany Greiner has returned to the United States after being released from Russia in a prisoner swap. WNBA star Brittany Griner's plane landed at Joint Base San Antonio Lachlan in Texas early Friday morning after U.S. officials exchanged her for Russian arms dealer Victor Boot. She was taken to a hospital to get checked out. This swap did not include retired U.S. Marine Paul Whelan, who said he's always been told by Russian authorities that he was viewed differently than Griner. Whelan told CNN. My bags are packed. I'm ready to go home. I just need an airplane to come and get me. Russia's deputy foreign minister says they'll continue dialogue with the U.S. on prisoner swaps without intermediaries. Greiner was detained in February after being caught at a Russian airport with vape pens containing cannabis oil in her luggage. In August, a Russian court sentenced her to nine years in prison. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. One person has died after a motorcycle and a car collided in East Wichita. Southeast Wichita. The crash occurred at 10.15 last night, 3900 block of South Rock Road. Sedgwick County dispatchers confirming one person dead, one with minor injuries in the crash. An oil spill in a creek in northwestern north, northeastern Kansas has shut down a major pipeline that runs from Canada through the plains to the Texas Gulf Coast. The spill briefly caused oil prices to rise on Thursday. Canadian-based TC Energy said that it shut down its Keystone system Wednesday night following a drop in pipeline pressure. And that oil spilled into the creek in Washington County, Kansas, about 150 miles northwest of Kansas City. The county's emergency manager director said there were no evacuations. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Students in Valley Center returned to class Thursday after online threats closed the school Wednesday. The school district reported receiving a criminal threat Tuesday night. The exact nature of the threat not disclosed. Extra police were on hand during classes yesterday. Additional officers were also will also be on hand for sporting events 
both home and away. Another Kansas school canceling classes because of illness. Hill City, no classes today. All sporting events rescheduled. Schools in Ashland and Colvin Elementary here in Wichita, also closed yesterday because of illness. Congress sending President Biden legislation protecting same-sex marriages in federal law. The Respect for Marriage Act requires states to recognize same-sex marriages performed in other states, a protection already in place by Supreme Court precedent. Right-wing forces have set their sights on this basic personal freedom. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi pressed for the bill in the aftermath of the Supreme Court's summer ruling rolling back abortion protections. Every Democrat voted in favor along with 39 Republicans. Opponents say the legislation is unnecessary and amendments designed to protect religious institutions don't go far enough to shield faith-based organizations from lawsuits or government sanctions. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. And we're just a few minutes away from our live Friday visit with Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, in just a few minutes. The Barton County Sheriff's Office says a suspect in a 1980 homicide was arrested Thursday. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 8.08 now, eight minutes past 8 o'clock. Barton County Sheriff's Office says a suspect in a 1980 homicide was arrested yesterday. 68-year-old Stephen Hanks arrested in Oxford, Kansas. Mary Walter was killed in January of 1980. And Barton County identified her death as a cold case prior to Hanks's arrest. The KBI intends to release more information today. Parents of a baby who police believe was murdered have been charged. A Fort Dodge, Iowa couple faces first-degree murder charges suspected in the death of their newborn, even though the infant's body has not been found. Prosecutors say 31-year-old Brandon Toma and 24-year-old Taylor Blaha confirmed they drowned the child in a bathtub shortly after her birth, fearing her cries would draw the attention of police. The couple said they feared officials would discover Blaha had used methamphetamine and their 2-year-old child would be taken from them. Police say Toma admitted dumping her remains in a wooded area. Searches at the site have so far turned up nothing. Both are being held on a million-dollar bond. Rich Dennison, Fox News. A string of attacks on power grids, raising concerns for federal officials. Federal law enforcement sources tell Fox News physical attacks on power grids across the country are on the rise, even before the weekend attack in North Carolina, where authorities say someone opened fire at a rural substation. The FBI is closely working with officials in Oregon and Washington after several power stations were vandalized late last month. The power supply itself not affected, unlike in North Carolina. Earlier this year, Homeland Security officials warned these plants were a, quote, attractive target for violent domestic extremists who continue to plot and encourage physical attacks against electrical infrastructure. Federal authorities say the suspects in the power grid attacks could face domestic terrorism charges. A big lizard meant lights out for one Florida community this week. It happened Wednesday in Lake Worth Beach. The city's power company dispatched repair crews to tackle a large-scale outage, only to discover it was caused by an iguana that had wandered into a substation and came into contact with equipment. The city's outage tracking map confirmed power was restored later in the day. 
green iguanas native to Central America, South America, and some Caribbean islands are considered an invasive species in Florida. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 810, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. We still have a traffic accident slowing down eastbound Kellogg, and this is uh, or going from oh, right around uh, Meridian, uh, just a little ways west of Meridian Edwards there, and it, it goes from there all the way back to almost uh, West Street and then uh, I-235, so uh, just a traffic accident slowing things down uh, there quite a bit. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Jennifer Narrowmore. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. It is an area of high pressure briefly building in today. We have some sunshine coming our way. That afternoon high at 50. New system zipping in. A lot of clouds early tonight with rain forming after midnight or low upper 30s. Showers early tomorrow, then gradual clearing or high 50. Dry weather on Sunday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Jennifer Narrowmore. Now clear sky, 30 degrees, and we have a northwest wind at 8 miles per hour. Celebrate a decade in Delano Saturday, tomorrow from 11 to 7 at the Monarch with two new commemorative whiskey releases, special beers from local breweries, and new merchandise. Celebrating 10 years at the Monarch, and that's tomorrow again from 11 to 7. Yeah. The Monarch. Say hi to Jen for us. All right. Super cool. Yeah. 10 years. 10 years at that place. That at one time was, uh, I don't know what all it's been, but at one time it was a it was an old-fashioned pool hall in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a biker bar. It's been a lot of several things. It's been over a lot of things, yeah. All right, eight twelve now. Steve and Ted here on KNSS and uh, busy weekend. You've been talking about how busy it's going to be in sports this weekend, Ted. And you're what are you doing tonight? You're going to go. You're going to see the Elf, right? I think I'm going to go to Elf the Musical at the Forum. Okay. Looking forward to anybody it. you know in it or oh, tons of people. I was going to say, yeah, probably... several people I was in Titanic with yeah. are going to be in this one should be fun at the forum no, and yeah, looking forward to that that ought to be good and i'm going to be going this evening to see to the uh, east and bishop yeah. carroll basketball game my granddaughter's cheering for bishop carroll 8 12 now Stephen ted in the morning here on knss ted it's that time of the day on a friday certainly is we get ready to talk about the chiefs game coming up on sunday the first place kansas city chiefs visiting the last place denver broncos as these teams will meet two in the next two times in the next four games. So a lot of Broncos and Chiefs matchups coming up. And of course, Sunday afternoon in Denver. As always, we welcome in the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus. Good, Good morning, morning, Mitch. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, Theodore. Steve, is it hard for you when you walk into those City League gyms to go to those games? No, not difficult at all. In fact, oh, I'm in it because you're such a legend, Hall of Famer, and an icon that once you walk into the gym, they just swarm you. You're well, going to Heights tonight, is that right? No, no, we're going to we're going to East High tonight, and uh, I do oh, anticipate that there we'll need some extra security because you know people want autographs and so forth, want to take selfies. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. It's so difficult. You're going. I just want a hot dog and watch the game. Yeah, right. And people, you're Mahomes. You you are Mahomes <laughs> in a city league gym. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, Ted, you know how it is for Steve. So, oh, it's a it's a it's a grind. He's learned to live with it. Yeah. East High tonight, folks. If you want Steve McIntosh's <laughs> autograph tonight at East High, be there. <laughs> hey, the hey. Chiefs and the Broncos two times in the next uh, four wow, games. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's the way the league has been doing it recently. Look at the rest of the league. They'll put the what they think would be the hot matchups in the division, and they schedule them for these kind of almost back-to-backs in December. Mm. Now, the danger for the Chiefs, if you go back and visit December of 2021, is they uh, these division matchups keep – so think about Denver here. Denver's desperate to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs have beaten the Broncos 13 straight times. Mm, wow. Okay. All right. Now think of last December. Jacksonville um, upsets Indianapolis. Yep. Okay. Knocks Indianapolis out of the playoffs. There's no rhyme or reason it should have happened other than that Jacksonville's a motivated division foe. And so that's what the NFL wants. And they're, they're getting it here. Uh, Denver can salvage some bit of pride in the season if they could beat the Chiefs once. Uh, here and uh, so that's what the uh, league wants with these close matchups like this. How often does uh, how often does somebody pry the football out of uh, Travis Kelsey's hands? How often? Uh, not often. Not it's not first often. fumble of any kind. Uh, Twenty two games. I mean, oh. and that was. I feel like I was watching the National Direct Geographic Channel of like a pack of hyenas on a springbok. You know, it was just yeah. yeah. They were pouncing on him. They held him up. He was trying to go down. I tell, he was our guest on the Chiefs Kingdom show Monday night on your air. And uh, he was trying to go down, and they kept him up so the other guys would come in. It was almost like I tie your hands behind your back so uh, you know the rest of the guys in the studio could you know take aim at you, and that's kind of what happened. But that, that's the crux of that play. And by the way, American Ad Credit, I didn't mention them. They're awesome. I know we're on their commercials, but uh, – just want to throw them out there. You can't tie them down, and they don't fumble, Steve. 800-800-4865. You like that one? Go to agloan.com, but American Ag Credit's awesome. Uh, at least Jenny Bracken doesn't fumble. The Pretty Prairie uh, Bulldog might, but not the Clearwater Indian. Tell you what, you take a trip out to Denver in December, you think, oh, it might be a classic in the snow. Uh, Sunday, Denver forecast yeah. highs 61 it is a crapshoot every time we go out there. It, we've had days like that, and we've had days where it's almost a Donner pass. Like, you, you just don't uh, – It's you have no idea. It's a it's a Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. Oh, man. But this Denver team is really – I mean, I've never seen a team in my 29 years, I don't think, that is so divergent on two sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Their defense really – in many ways, is a playoff-caliber defense, top three defense, not top five, top three in most defensive categories. And I get this one. Just let this one soak in a second because I've never seen this in my brief 29 years in the National Football League. The Broncos are 3-9. and nine. Six of the nine losses, the opponent has scored less than 20 points and won the game. Wow. That's... Maybe the Decatur Staley's did it back in 1922. <laughs> but think about that. The defense is going, wait a minute, all you got to do is 20 points and we'll be in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. It's it's nuts just how good the defense is and how bad their offense is. Offense last in the league, averaging 13.8 oh. a game. They can't even get 14 on the board. Yeah, Worse than 23 years. It's been since the expansion, the yeah. new Cleveland Browns have 2000 that offense has been this inept all right mitch and there when you're on that razor's edge of a bad offense and an elite Mm -hmm. defense how about the broncos also being last in the league in penalties a lot of flags 
hidden yards. It's the hidden yards that they have had. 700, what I look up at, yeah, 779 mm-hmm. yards you might have it in front yep, of you. That's about right. Well, if 100, yeah, 100 yards equals seven points, okay? That's the old adage of hidden yardage. Uh, so what are we looking at there? We're looking at 10 touchdowns. Put that in this, you know, the defense is going, well, give us some of those, and uh, we'll be in the playoffs. Um, and even though they traded Chubb on November the 1st, they're still – you know, doing great on defense. They're number one in red zone defense. Number one. Yeah. And yeah. they've only given up like nine touchdowns all year, and they're three and nine. It makes no sense. <laughs> all right. On the, uh, how about the Chiefs coming off a road loss at Cincinnati? And Casey right now no longer the number one team in the conference. So a lot of things to play for here down the stretch in the final five games. Just keep riding the bike. Just yeah. keep pedaling away. There's a lot going on here. If you uh, – and I've done the grid – of looking at the major major competitors and what they have left and what the Chiefs have left. The Chiefs just have to keep riding the bike and take a look at what's right in front of them. Mm -hmm. Broncos at Denver, 61 degrees. Uh, Really good defense, bad offense. Just take that in front of them and let the rest of the AFC, you know, duke it out. If you look, I'll be stunned if Buffalo runs the table with the schedule they've got. They still have to go to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. So – uh, the Chiefs could be, hopefully, in this discussion in five weeks that we have on a Friday, the Chiefs will have the one seed back and a bye. Chiefs and the Broncos coming up on Sunday afternoon in balmy Denver, Colorado, a mile high. As, uh, these teams will meet t- two times in the next four games coming up. Pre-game coverage begins at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will kick off at 3 o'clock Sunday. And, of course, it's right here on your Wichita Radio Home of the Chiefs, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. As long as we have Mitch on the line, I think we must ask him. Yes. How does this matchup on Sunday in how? sunny Denver how? somehow relate to Wichita State Shocker football as part of our Eddie Papa, Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos, Rocky Mountains update? All right. Take the palm of your hand, slap it against your forehead. This one is obvious. Now. Steve is going to get mobbed as he walks into the East Gym tonight. What if <laughs> Travis Kelsey showed up in the East Gym? Chaos. Chaos. Pandemonium. <laughs> chaos and not Maxwell Smart's uh, enemy right. chaos. That's right. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a big day for Travis Kelsey. There's a lot going on. Um, and I know we'll run out of time, so I won't list everything, but he's got a chance to just crush about three NFL records so it's going to be a big day for Travis Kelsey. Be listening on this air oh, yeah. Sunday for the Travis Kelsey Palooza. All right. So it made me think about tight ends in Wichita State. There are only two tight ends that I could find that played in the National Football League from uh, Wichita State University football. Two, but they're noteworthy and not necessarily because of stats. I've mentioned these guys before down through the years. But Anthony Jones is mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. He played in the uh, 1980s. Uh, he had four receptions in five years, primarily with the Washington, now the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other was Marv Kellum, who played in the 70s for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Marv didn't have a whole lot of stats either, but both of them have one thing in common. And I think you know this one, Ted. Both of those shocker tight ends were... Super Bowl champion. Yeah, well, yeah, the Super Bowl rings. Anthony Jones had a Super Bowl ring with the uh, Commanders um, at the end of the 1987 season, and Kellum actually got two of them. He was a special teams demon for the Steelers 
uh, in the back-to-back uh, runs by the Steel Curtain in 74 and 75. So not a lot of stats for our two shocker tight ends that made it in the NFL, but they are both have Super Bowl rings. In fact, Kellum's got two of them that uh, they have in their possession. So it's not every day you have a tight end from your school that wins a Super Bowl, particularly when you hit it two out of two. So bring it back, boys. Bring it back and get ready for the Kelsey Palooza. Looking forward to it. I'm, we uh, always appreciate your time, and you have a great call on Sunday. As always, thank, thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Theodore. And thank you to those East fans who will be ready to <laughs> welcome Steve with open arms tonight at the East Gym. Well, there you go. Okay. It'll be chaos regardless. <laughs> All right. Hey. Chaos. Maxwell Smart. <laughs> our, our Friday morning visits with Mitch are brought to you by American Ag Credit and by South Central Problem Gambling Task Force. Day 22 now. Steve said, Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean criticizes the Griner release deal. That's coming up. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on this Friday morning, 31 degrees now. A groundbreaking was held Thursday for a new East Wichita Police substation at the intersection of Lincoln and Pinecrest. Patrol East Commander Captain Jason Stevens says the facility will include a public reception area, fitness area, and short-term holding space. This new facility is going to serve the community for years to come and will provide an efficient base of operations for our Patrol East Bureau. It will accommodate around 150 officers and staff members. The city council voted to move the substation in August at a cost of around $9 million. American Rescue Plan Act funding will be used in the project. A 17-year-old Ellenwood, Kansas boy and a Wisconsin man were killed in a crash Wednesday afternoon in Stafford County in western Kansas. Highway Patrol says two vehicles entered an intersection east of St. John at the same time. A Saturn struck a Dodge Ram on the passenger side. The driver of the Saturn was identified as 17-year-old Tate Martin. He died after being transferred to a Wichita hospital. A passenger in the Ram, 51-year-old Peter Laskowski, died after being taken to a hospital in Pratt. Four other people were hospitalized with serious to minor injuries. The patrol says none of the occupants was wearing seatbelts. A Las Vegas woman shoots and kills a suspected carjacker. Cops say two women were sitting in a parked car when three suspects pulled up in another vehicle and blocked theirs in. Police say the three then got out of their car with guns and ordered the women out. They say that when one of the guys had trouble starting the women's car, she grabbed his gun and ran. And when one of the other men tackled her, she shot him dead. Cops calling it a case of self-defense. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. In October, Wichita State University head baseball coach Eric Wedge stepped away from the baseball program for health reasons. Thursday, WSU Athletic Director Kevin Saul said in a news release that Wedge will not return to the program in 2023. Interim head coach Lauren Hibbs will lead the baseball program during the 2023 season. Prior to joining the Shocker program, Hibbs led the University of North Carolina Charlotte 49ers for 27 seasons. Wedge led the Shockers since May of 2019 with an overall record of 65-61. and 61. He played for the Shockers from 1987 to 1989, leading the team to a College World Series win in 1989. 
Wichita Public Schools held a job fair Thursday, USD 259, looking to fill substitute and paraeducator positions for the upcoming 2023 spring semester. Chief Resource Officer Sean Hudspeth says having qualified substitutes and paras helps with the success of the school district. Our guest staff for our substitute office is critical to the success of the district because we have teachers and staff that need to be gone for various reasons. Sometimes it's illness, sometimes there are personal reasons, uh, family-related things that come up. This is the third hiring fair for the district since the classes began this fall. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Jennifer Narabor. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. We do have some quiet weather coming our way throughout the morning time and heading into the afternoon. We have some sunshine coming our way. High temperature right at 50. Clouding up early tonight. More rainy weather likely after midnight. Our low upper 30s. Showers very early Saturday. Then we're going to salvage the day with some sun. The high 50. Sunny Sunday. The high back to 50. I'm KNSS. Meteorologist Jennifer Narabor. Now partly cloudy sky. 31 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 6 miles per hour. Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is that time of the day. Entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward. Ted? Backstreet Boys singer Nick Carter sued. 39-year-old Shannon Ruth filing a sexual battery lawsuit in Clark County, Nevada, accusing Backstreet Boys singer Nick Carter of touching her without her consent and raping her after feeding her an alcoholic beverage on a tour bus during a 2001 stop in Tacoma, Washington, when she was 17. He was nasty and threatening, saying I would go to jail if I told. Ruth, who is autistic and has cerebral palsy, and her lawyer also alleged during a press conference Carter called her names and left her with an STD. Reps for Carter have yet to respond. Carter was accused in 2017 of sexually assaulting a woman in 2003, but denied the claims and was never charged with any crimes. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Texas, the latest state to bar state employees from using the social media platform TikTok. Texas joined South Dakota, Maryland, and South Carolina in banning TikTok on government devices. Indiana is suing the platform over national security threats posed by the Chinese-owned social media platform that the FBI says can be used by the Chinese government to hack into U.S. information and infrastructure. With White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre Wednesday not saying if President Biden will act. I'm not going to comment on uh, TikTok while a CFIUS, uh, the Committee on Foreign Investment in, in the United States, uh, review is ongoing. The FBI, even some top Democrats now admitting that former President Trump was right when he called for a U.S. ban of the TikTok platform. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Grammy Award winning artist Celine Dion has a rare neurological syndrome. In an emotional Instagram video, Celine Dion tells fans she's been diagnosed with stiff person syndrome. We now know this is what's been causing all of the spasms that I've been having. She explains the spasms from the syndrome, which affects the central nervous system, is affecting her walking and the use of her vocal cords, and she will be postponing and canceling a series of upcoming concert dates while focusing on her health. I have a great team of doctors working alongside me to help me get better. Dion canceling the remaining North American shows from her Courage World Tour in January, citing a recovery from recent health issues. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. 
The FTC is taking the first steps, stopping the blockbuster billion-dollar Microsoft acquisition of Activation Blizzard. The Federal Trade Commission is looking to block the massive merger between game maker Activision Blizzard King and Microsoft. In a complaint, the FTC says Microsoft has a record of collecting content from other acquisitions, such as that from Fallout maker ZeniMax Media, and stifling content on rival consoles. The commission voted 3-1 to one to issue the complaint. Microsoft recently has offered to keep the perennial bestseller for ABK, Call of Duty, on rival consoles for 10 years should the deal go through. Nintendo has accepted the deal so far. Sony reportedly has not. Microsoft President Brad Smith released a statement saying the company had proposed concessions to the FTC and welcomes the opportunity to present the case in court. Eamon Dignam, Fox News. In that story was about the blockbuster acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Pinocchio back on the big screen, new adaptation. Let's get a box office preview. I'm Kristen Goodwin. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio oh, releases man. in theaters and on Netflix. He's just a puppet. No, I'm not. I'm a real boy. A stop-motion animated version of the fairy tale set in 1930s Italy. The voice cast includes Ewan McGregor and Kate Blanchett. I know that love is messy. Something from Tiffany's stars Zoe Deutsch as a woman whose life takes an unexpected turn when an engagement ring meant for someone else leads to new love. You've got to go get the ring back. Hi. Hi. The holiday rom-com on Prime Video. Disney Plus releases its original animated flick, Night at the Museum, Common Ra Rises Again. I have returned to rule the world. Based on the popular film franchise about the mischief that takes place every night at the American Museum of Natural History when the sun goes down. That's Fox on Film on Fox News. Some new quotations get immortalized. Some of the year's most notable quotes have just been released by the editor of the Yale Book of Quotations. At the top, I need ammunition, not a ride, the response by Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to a U.S. evacuation offer. Also included a call to terminate parts of the Constitution made on Truth Social by former President Trump, who's also been quoted as saying, You're the president of the United States. You can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it. Speaking on Fox's Hannity, comedian Chris Rock at the Oscars saying, Will Smith just smacked a blank out of me. And President Biden asking if a deceased congresswoman was present at a White House event. Lillian Wu, Fox News. All right. This weekend marks the 40th anniversary of the first live college football game on ESPN. 40th anniversary. Just think, you go back to a time when there wasn't ESPN and you weren't getting 50 million college football games every weekend. <laughs> yeah. What was that game? I don't know. It was the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Shreveport featuring K-State and Wisconsin. Really? Remember that? 14-3, Wisconsin won that game. That was the first ever bowl game for the Kansas State football program. They've been 22 of them now. And they're going to be in the Sugar Bowl in a couple weeks. Just think, going from that to the Sugar Bowl in the course of 40 years. Interesting. That was ESPN's first live college football game, the Independence Bowl. This weekend marks the 40th anniversary of that, K-State in Wisconsin. Fifty years ago on this day, Luella Parsons died at the age of 91. Very famous gossip columnist. At one point, she was read by millions and millions of people, and she, her column appeared in 700 newspapers all over 700. the world. Wow. Yeah. Luella Parsons passed 50 years ago today. 
It was also 50 years ago on this day that Wichita's mighty Wurlitzer organ had its first ever performance right here in Wichita 50 years ago. Of course, that was the Wurlitzer that originally was in the Paramount Theater in New York City in 1926. And when they tore down the Paramount, Wichita, some people in Wichita had the foresight to say, we'll buy that. It's been a fixture here in Wichita now for 50 years. How about that? That's pretty cool. It's actually been in Wichita now longer than it was in New York City. The world, and they just they just had a 50th anniversary concert within the last week down at Century <laughs> 2, so pretty cool. As Wichita's now had the Wurlitzer for 50 years. Let's take a look at actress Margaret Hamilton. She was born 120 years ago on this day in Cleveland, Ohio. How do we know Margaret Hamilton? Wizard of Oz. She was the Wicked Witch and, of course, Kansas resident Miss Gulch in The Wizard of Oz. Some of the year's most and notable you, quotes. my pretty, and your little dog, too. <laughs> Margaret Hamilton. She was a kindergarten teacher before she got into acting. Well, how about that? Of course, we all know her as the Wicked Witch from The Wizard of Oz. Margaret Hamilton. She was born 120 years ago on this day. 30 years ago on this day, the death of actor Vincent Gardenia at the age of 71. Interesting actor. Interesting career. Of course, he was on All in the Family on TV. Yes. And when you go to the movies, he was he got an Oscar nomination for Bang the Drum Slowly. He was in the musical Little Shop of Horrors. He got an Emmy Award, a Tony Award. In Heaven Can Wait. He was also in, he also got an Oscar nomination for Moonstruck. Rose. Rose. Who's dead? Nobody. Loretta's getting married. Again? Yeah. Johnny Camareri. I don't like him. You're not going to marry him, Cosmo. Do you love him, Loretta? No. Good. When you love him, they drive you crazy because they know they can. But you like him? Oh, yeah. You know, he's a sweet man, Ma. And this time I'm going to get married in a church and have a big reception. <laughs> and who's going to pay for that? Pop. Mm. What? Father or the bride pays. I have no money. You're rich as Roosevelt. You know, it's your duty as my father to pay for the wedding. What am I, that's one of my favorite movies. Vincent, I know. I really like that. Vincent Gardini. Well, everybody's he good was, in that. He was he a was treasure. Huge, oh, yeah. Vincent Gardenia passed away 30 years ago today. He was also in Cold Turkey. Yeah. Great, that funny movie, Norman Lear. Hey, he was born 100 years ago on this day. Red Fox, born in St. Louis. Of course, Red Fox, <laughs> Sanford and Son. I'm going to get Rollo on the phone. Rollo? Yeah. Yes, he's got a camera, and uh, he volunteered to do the TV commercial for us. Over my dead body. I know what that Cecil D.D. porno is going to do. <laughs> I can see it now. Channel 10 presents Fred Sanford starring in Deep Junk. <laughs> his albums, I, I guess, were Of course, filthy. his legendary comic oh. albums back in the day. Just the guy was a funny man. filthy, and everybody loved him. A funny man. Red Fox, Red he was Fox. born 100 years ago on this day in St. Louis. It's entertainment news in the blur with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 8.45 now, Stephen Ted in the morning. And uh, coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Wichita Community Foundation has a new home and a new name. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Steven 10 of the morning, KNSS 850 now here on this Friday morning. Three big things. Three. Congress passes legislation to protect same-sex marriage. President Biden will sign it into law. One man dead after a car motorcycle crash on South Rock Road in East Wichita. One. Basketball star Brittany Griner is home from Russia after prisoners swap for Russian arms dealer. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. The gasoline prices in the Wichita area are ranging from a high of $2.89 a gallon. Pretty common out there. Uh, $2.89 a gallon. I've spotted better, though. Uh, still have $2.85 a gallon gasoline uh, on uh, pretty close to... It's on Broadway, pretty close to Kellogg, uh, Broadway and Orem Street there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Increasing clouds today with a high of 49 degrees, 90% chance for rain tonight. The overnight low, 38. Saturday, decreasing clouds. Tomorrow's high, 53 degrees. Now partly cloudy, a northwest wind at 6 miles per hour and 31 degrees. 8.51 now, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And shares are higher in Asia after an advance on Wall Street led by the latest rally in technology companies Thursday. The S&P 500 rose 29 points. The tech-heavy Nasdaq added 123, and the Dow Jones closed up 183 points. Now, this morning, the Dow is up, uh, well, I beg your pardon, the Dow is down 90 points. S&P is down uh, just a little, well, just under two points, and the Nasdaq is down by almost 40 points. Let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal before the start of its third season at a newly constructed stadium. Wichita's minor league baseball team is poised to sell to an affiliate of global private equity firm that's on a buying spree nationally. The deal expected to close before the end of the year. Diamond Baseball Holdings is going to acquire the AA Wind Surge, which, along with two other recently announced deals, makes 13 minor league franchises now in that company's portfolio. It was only founded... Last year, DBH, owned by the California-based private equity firm Silver Lake, is now considered the largest operator of minor league baseball teams, and it's getting bigger. More announcements coming soon as private equity continues to take a growing interest in the minor leagues. DBH CEO Peter Friend has said the company expects to own more than 20 teams by opening day in the spring. Two months after announcing it will have a new home, the Wichita Community Foundation 
now has a new name as well. Thursday, the nonprofit unveiled what it called a reinvigorated identity, which included a name change to Wichita Foundation and an updated logo. But while community has been dropped from its name, it has found a home in the organization's tagline, Building Community. In October, the organization announced it would be moving its downtown home to Broadway Auto Park from the Epic Center in early 2023. The branding change is part of that evolution. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Today, Ted, is National Pastry Day, celebrating one of the world's most favored baked goods. I'm all for that. Visit your local bakery today and pick up one or two of your favorite kinds. Okay. Pastry is a name given to a large variety of baked goods, which are made with ingredients such as flour, sugar, milk, butter shortening, baking powder, and eggs. Mm. Pastry. Mm. So, is baklava a pastry? Well, sure. Okay. I like that. It's under that umbrella. Yeah. Tasty treats. You know, my grandmother used to make donuts. Now, this is a pastry, I guess. She made homemade donuts that she deep-fat fried. Oh, my gosh. I'll bet those were tasty. powdered sugar on them. This thing is, oh, my word. Oh, it's melting your mouth, man. Yeah. Sounds great. They did. National Pastry Day. Mm. Interest Bank Arena, April 8th. Journey is coming to town to perform with Freedom Tour 2023. The opening act is Toto. And we'll have... uh, What about the movie next week? We'll have uh, that coming up as well. That's with more tickets Monday. Yeah, the movie. Tell us about the movie. There's got these. what do you got? Oh, Avatar. Yeah, Disney's Avatar: The Way of the Water. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be showing Thursday, December fifteenth. And we have more tickets to that. Next we got week, a couple right? of four packs to give away. You want those? Call me now. Eight six nine thirteen thirty. Okay. Before, you promised two four packs before the end of the show. All right. There you go. The show is six nine thirteen thirty. If you want to go to the Avatar the movie sh- on the, Thursday night next week. The show week. is over, but Ted is still working. There you go. Coming up, the Glenn Beck Program on KNSS. Bill O'Reilly will be there with news of the day. Top of the hour news here on KNSS. Brittany Griner is home now from Russia. Her plane landed in San Antonio early this morning. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show. News updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And we'll have a high today of 49 degrees and a real good chance for rain tonight. But... Clearing off on Saturday so you can go Christmas shopping. Woohoo! Get Wichita Business Church. All Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.